Business Tech Weekly Podcast Episode Number Six. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Andy Traub. We're here once again to talk about technology that is going to help improve the lives and productivity of every small to medium business-sized owner in the world. In the world. (laughs) In the (laughs) world. Except for those outside of the United States. <laughs> and I only bring that up because of our pre-show discussion that we've had with Tess in the chat room. And Andy, before we get to what Tess asked us and how that goes into you know only inside the U.S., why don't you tell us what we're going to talk about today? We're going to talk about one of Google's many, many tools, which of course is free, and that's called Google Voice, which is Google's jump into our day-to-day lives revolving around our telephone, our mobile phone, our home phone, our work phone. Uh, they have found a way in their infinite pockets and wisdom to find their way into, uh, into something that we use every day and, uh, and to make it web-based. So we're going to talk about uh, the good and the bad of Google Voice. All right. Now, one of the things that every time I hear of a new service from Google it seems that people are asking the question more and more, and, and, and it's all, I think it's only going to become more prevalent, but how much information and how much do we allow or should we allow or you know, do we want to allow Google to pretty much run anything and everything we do when it comes to communications? Is this a good is this a good philosophy? Is it, you know, that many of us, I, I know that I believe you and I both are using Google apps for our communications via email. Yeah, and both you and I are now using Google Voice for a majority, if not almost all of our, um, uh, all of our communications via the telephone these days. Connecting our our clients' phone calls with our phones. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Wh- where else? I mean, are we going to st- what 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 else could we give to them? Is there anything else that we don't do that's Google related? I guess there are some things I do that aren't Google related. That's for sure. But at the same time, um, I'll just say that I, I trust Google and, and I might be really naive for that. But, you know, one of the reasons that people should be skeptical of um, businesses, especially free services, is, hey, is that free service going to be around in a year? Because I don't want to lean against it as a business owner. Again, that's, that's who we're talking to is, you know, people, people who want to use these services for their business Obviously, there's a lot of personal application, but my feeling with Google personally, Cliff, and we're going to talk a lot about Google as we move forward because there's just so many tools they offer for business people. But I like Google for the reason that their services, for the most part, do what they say they're going to do. And secondly, I don't fear Google shutting down. Now, Google has some outages here and there. Yeah. But frankly, every, you know, every technologically every technological tool has outages at some at some point and i just trust that 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 google's going to have less than you know joe schmo startup company that could be out of business in a year you know yes i agree with you now and and of course i asked that question on behalf of our audience out there and and i must be honest with you that that i'm starting to ask it more and more these days i mean oh the other thing google docs we talked about that 
couple weeks ago. So sure. so there's a whole other thing. You know, my spreadsheets, uh, really a majority of all my spreadsheets and even my online documents uh, for just about everything are all in Google Docs as well. So they, I mean, if it wasn't for Google, you know, if Google just disappeared, which I, I doubt would ever happen, but if Google disappeared overnight and they decided, you know, well, we're done with all this stuff. Uh, then <laughs> there goes all my stuff. Uh, we're done with making billions of dollars. Yes. We're just going to walk away. You know? So the so I want to say another thing before we go into Google Voice, and I and I want to say that none of this stuff really is free. I mean, there's there are there there are costs associated with things, and that is, uh, you know, the, basically there are we're putting our time, effort, and energy into it. We're also providing information into the machine. So, I mean, they're getting things of value from us. They are. They are. They're learning there's, about there's what no people, doubt. They're there's learning no about doubt that that's what they do. You know, that, that, that's the funny part of it is people, a lot of people don't make the connection that, gee, you've got this company that's basically founded upon the principle of we're really good at one thing, and that's searching information. Yes. And then, hey, here's all these services where you put in your own information. Well, connect the dots, people. <laughs> They're connecting our behaviors. Uh, you know, even even just our behaviors of when we log online, how long we're online. Um, you know, I I, I can't say that Google doesn't do keyword searches on my content and know things about me based on my show notes. Just like yeah. on your Facebook page, where they have they have advertisements based on the content of your Facebook page. I can't, and I gotta believe that Google is. You know this treasure trove of information about Andy Traub because so much of my online time is spent there. But exactly, and d- and let me ask you this: Does that concern you? Personally? It really does. It, it really doesn't. I mean, like we talked about before, you know, I don't have client information online. You know, I don't have my clients. You know, I don't. I don't really have very much client information at all. Um, you know, especially you know, credit card numbers, things like that. But. Um, I, I guess I just don't have much to hide, and I don't think Google has that much to gain from my information other than targeting me with better ads, which, frankly, I'm okay with. Gotcha. I mean, I, would, I wouldn't mind watching TV if the ads were really good for me, like they really if they were all, me between eyeballs. Yeah, if they were all Apple ads and ads for <laughs> – could, could you imagine sitting there watching uh, a one-hour television program and you had, let's say, four commercial breaks throughout that hour – and it was all technology and it was all productivity tools that you can you know, access via the web that's going to make your life more productive. Could you imagine think, if we were sitting there, would you skip a commercial? No, absolutely not. I, because you know what? I'll go on YouTube or I'll go watch commercials if I think they're funny. I'll go seek them out on my own time. So um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where people, I think, want to mistrust Google because it's so big and scary. But I have nothing to hide. Right. So <laughs> I'm not... I'm not worried. I think that's a product of our generation or or at least something that's new with our genera- generation. We we don't have this sense of privacy that I think that the generation before us had. You know, it, I mean, people ask me all the time, what how you know, putting all this stuff out on Twitter, putting all this stuff on Facebook. It's like that, you know, wh- where's your private life? And I was like, well, you know, you still decide what you put on there. Some people unfortunately don't have as great of, <laughs> as great of filters as some other people, but uh, you know, I, I understand anything I say or do. I mean, gosh, you walk around the streets today, you're on 150 different cameras on your way to work. So, <laughs> well, te- te- I think Tess in our chat room, she would know that better. And I think in England, they're, they're sort of the, 
the king and queens of of uh, of cameras. So yeah, privacy is uh privacy is fleeting, I guess, in a lot of ways. But for me personally, I I got nothing to hide. So as long as they're not going to make me pay for it, I'm happy to give them my information. Right. Well, and and, and it depends on what information they want to get from us. And and I'll say one last thing on this this issue of you know do we trust Google and how much information are we comfortable with them having. There is one thing that, you know, over the years I learned, you know, down the road and it wasn't until years afterwards that I learned that Google was doing this and they have this thing. Have you ever heard of Google web history? Yeah. And this is where as soon as you sign up, excuse me, as soon as you sign up for a Google account, even if this was, you know, years ago, uh, by default, they were tracking if you're logged in. And you go, you do a search. Anytime you ever do a search, and just imagine all the searches you've done. Oh, yeah. And all the links that you've clicked on as a result of those searches. Every single search you've ever done since you've had a Google account and every link you've ever clicked on, 100%, every single one of them has been tracked and recorded. And that's on Google servers. Now, when I heard about this, I'm like, okay, uh, now that's a little invasive. And no. then all of a sudden, you, you know, of course, they, it comes out. And now if you sign up for a Google, uh, Google account today, it'll ask you to the, agree to the terms of service. And by default, it'll say, you know, do you want us to tr- you know, save your web history so that you can go back later? And they, they form it in some kind of positive affirmation kind of way. <laughs> uh, yeah. But... Um, you have to uncheck it. You have to actually go and check it. And of course, we didn't have that option when we signed up years ago. It, it's all been recorded. And if you just do a Google search for Google Web History, it'll yeah. you'll you'll be able to. And then do how do I delete or delete Google Web History? There'll be information yeah. out on the web how and how you can go in and actually delete all that information that they have. Wow, so. good stuff. I'm sure that'll make its way into our show notes. Yep, and uh, I'll make a note right now. Exactly. So that's not necessarily Google Voice related, but I, I figure since no. we're talking a lot about Google and and the fact that we're so excited about it, I, I, these are real concerns that people have, and and I, I you know I want to bring that up, and I don't want to just sugarcoat it. it. And but at the same time, I'm with you. The, the biggest thing for me is not necessarily for free because I would I I don't know what it is. I, I mean, I, I just finished reading Chris Anderson's book called Free. Have you read yeah. that book? Did you pay for it or did you get it free? I got it free. There you go. Did you guys know that? You can get that book for free? Exactly. Exactly. And so it's a great book. It talks about freemium models out there. But, you know, Google, there are so many different things with Google that they offer that I would be willing to pay for. But I'm glad that they're free, understanding that there's things that I give and trade off. So, you know, that's an – but for me, it, it goes back to what you said first. And that is, the, Google is so big, it has such a financial uh, uh, foundation Strain. to it yep. that yep. I really do trust the access to that information. You know, right. and, and like you said, it, it, does it ever go down? Sure, it does. Gmail's gone down twice in the last year, but you know, no more than an hour and fifteen minutes one time, and I right. think it was out like twenty minutes another time, and that was it. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and and I've had other servers and emails, and they go down sometimes for days, and it's like, yeah. 
So yeah, yeah, that that's the one. And of course, now we're talking about Google Voice, and and the reason why I bring all of this up is because when we're talking Google Voice, have have we explained what Google Voice is and what it does? The fact that it's have, a phone number that you have for life. No, we haven't. And and I I was it was funny. I was I'm I'm in Atlanta today, um, far from my South Dakota home, and on the plane ride, the only article of interest in this you know two hundred page. Uh, magazine was there's an article on Google Voice, and uh, I think it was the only non ad related article. But uh, you know they talked about it, and I love the way they framed it, which is that Google Voice is basically a switchboard, and I love that because people get confused. Is it a phone line? What what exactly is it? And it's a few things. Is one, it is a phone number. You will get a phone number when you sign up for Google Voice, right? And to clarify, Cliff, you cannot sign up for Google Voice. You can ask for an invite to Google Voice. Right. Now, if you want a Gmail account, you can go sign up for one. But Google Voice, you have to ask for an invite. Now, I don't know how long you've had to wait. I signed up two years ago, and I finally got one when it kind of came out to the masses. But I've signed up for two or three since then and received them in one or two weeks. So do you know how long the wait is right now for it? I, I, my understanding is that the wait is about two or three weeks right now. Okay. And that, okay. You, and that you're pretty likely to get one within that time frame. Now, I, right. I just want to say that I've had a Google Voice account since way before Google Voice came out. I had the Grand Central account. So, nice. So it, which, by the way, was fairly similar. But this Google Voice takes everything um, a, a huge, gigantic leap forward. Right. And... A couple things. One of the things that I just want to say about the service is, uh, and this 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 term or this phrase or this terminology came out um, w- before Google Voice. It came out when it was Google Grand Central, and it was the phone number you'll have for the rest of your life. Have you ever mm. heard that? I have. Many people call this the phone number you'll have for the rest of your life. Now, a lot of people, you know, back before that was Google Voice, it was Grand Central. Yeah. The, the big issue was that a lot of people decided to trust in Google's Grand Central and it was going to be the number for life. And then all of a sudden, Grand, or actually it was Grand Central, then Google bought Grand Central. And what happened is all these people were trusting Grand Central to have this phone number for the rest of their life. And when Google bought it, I don't. did you ever hear about the fact that some people had to change their phone number? No, I didn't at all. I, yes. I just, I just assume, I know they, they shut it down to where you couldn't sign up. And basically, as in many websites, they say, uh, Google just bought us. So hang tight and hang tight meant two years of waiting while they refined it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't know that again, that's, that's, that's an example of, boy, if you give people all that stuff, you know, is it, is it going to be around? And that's, that's you know. exactly it. A lot of people had, you know, they're, you know, 10, 50, well, gosh, what do you order? How many business cards do you order at a time? I order a thousand. Yep. So, yep. so I still, when I first started my business, uh, I called myself Bitcast Media, which um, I, there's a company called BitGravity and, and I had to change the name of my business. And on, on those cards, it still says cliff at bitcastmedia.com is my email address. Mm-hmm. And there's a thousand of those things floating around somewhere. Huh. You know, and of course, I still own the domain, and I was able to, you know, maintain that, and I'll I'll keep it probably for the next four or five years. But, right. But the thing is, is that you know, putting your phone number on a card, you know, trusting your Google Voice number is a huge deal. That's a big deal. 
It's a very big deal, especially because, and I think this is a this is a really interesting point, which wasn't in the show notes, but you know, the thing about phone numbers is they're a lot like email addresses now, where you know, Cliff, I don't care what your area code is. You remember when we used to kind of go, oh, I don't know, that's a long distance number. That's gone away. You know, so that's why phone numbers are even more powerful now because with the advent of nationwide calling and unlimited calling, things like that, you know, it is more likely that we're going to hold on to a phone number for a long, long time, no matter where we live. Does that make sense? It, it does. It does. And, and of course, that all, I think, really, we can thank the cell phone companies for that, you know, giving us, you know, pretty sure. much great plans with, you know, unlimited long distance, you know, and of course that encourages us to, to incur those, you know, minute by minute charges sure. on our phone or, or eating up at our minutes that we're paying for. And, but, you know, with, with those plans, it made it to where it, it basically shrunk the world or at least our part of the world down so that we can call each other and it doesn't cost us an arm and a leg for a long distance plan. So that was absolutely, real, and then of course we had uh, again from the cell phone industry uh, phone number portability. Mm-hmm. You know, you move from one carrier to the other, you should be able to keep your your phone number. So that businesses who have all these phone numbers printed all over these cards, they don't have to get a new phone number and then lose all that potential, all those potential calls with. I'm sorry, this number's been disconnected, which equates in the minds of your cust- a potential customer, oh, they're out of business. Absolutely. Absolutely. And now the idea of a phone number for life with Google Voice is that I can give out that phone number to as many people as I want. And essentially, I can point that phone number, and that's where we can dive in to the Google Voice concept, is Google Voice is a phone number, which you then tell what phone number to ring at. Yes. So you're, no one can call your Google Voice number and have it ring at that number because that number doesn't exist. Uh, that, 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 that phone number does not have a phone line that it rings to unless you tell it to. So you can't sign up for Google Voice unless you have a phone line to confirm that phone number at. So let me, let me give you an example. Okay. If you call 605-610-TECH, K-T-E-C-H, you call that phone number. If you call it, it'll ring to my office phone right now because I have a program to do so. When I was at home, um, you know, because I'm on the road now, I had it ring my office phone and my cell phone at the same time, and I could pick up whichever one I wanted. If my wife calls that phone number, you know, it can ring the home phone number. I, you can point it to wherever you want to point it, but if you call it, I can actually just turn it all off so it goes straight to voicemail. So the, what people need to understand about Google Voice and kind of get their heads around is that it is a switchboard. It is a number that points to another phone line. That's it right. It's not an actual phone line. Exactly. Let, can I demonstrate this real quick? Do you have your cell phone on you? I do. Let me uh, let me fire it up. Let, and when you get a chance, let me uh, let me know. And I am going to turn. I'm going to turn my ringer way up. So let's hold on. There we go. Can you hear that? I can. Okay, great. All right. So I've just turned my ringer all the way up, and I've got my ringer on my cell phone up. So do you have your phone number standing by? Are your phone standing by? I do. All right. Go ahead and give me a call on my cell. Or on my Google Voice number, which I don't mind putting it out there. And if anybody, sure. by the way, if anybody wants to hire me to do podcast consulting or if you're looking to buy podcast equipment, here's the <laughs> listen. number. Listen up. Listen to this number. Ready? Write it down if you want to have a kick in podcast. There you Ready? go. Ready? Write it down. Go ahead. 859 757 1399. Now, I want people to listen to this. You're going to hear my 
office number ring here in the studio, and you're also going to hear my cell phone ring at the same time. And uh, I assume that you're hitting send. Yep. There, here it goes. There's the office number, and here's my cell. Now, Andy, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick. Sorry. Okay, so you hung up. I was gonna say uh, what. Let, let me tell you something that else is really cool. So, and by the way, uh, folks, I could have. I don't think there's a limit on this. I could actually program eight five nine seven five seven thirteen ninety nine. I can have that programmed to ring fifteen different phones Absolutely. in fifteen different locations. Cliff, again, Business Tech Weekly, friends. How could this phone number change the way you guys do business? Let's say, let's say you have seven employees around the country, but they all kind of do the same thing. They're in different time zones, whatever. You could have one phone number ring all seven of their cell phones. Yes, all seven you know? of them. And, of course, the person who picks up first is the person who gets the call. <laughs> we have a winner. Yeah, absolutely. Now, absolutely. Get, now, Andy, check this out. All right. So yeah, this is where it gets geeky, friends. This is that's where it gets. The, that's the simple part. Let's get geeky. All right. So I'm let, let's say I'm in the car. Andy, you're one of my clients. And you say, Cliff, I really want to place this order. Um, do you mind? It, you know, can I do this? I say, I'll tell you what, I'm five minutes from the house, you know, from my office now. Yep. And and I need to be in front of my computer, but let me go. Let's go ahead and talk about this, and and then when I I'll be there, and then I'll place your order for you. So you and I have a little bit of a conversation while we're talking. I'm already pulled into the driveway. I walk in my front door, and it's during the middle of the day, and I'm you know eating away at minutes, and it sounds like you and I are probably going to talk for the next you know forty minutes or so. Right. Um, so let's clarify. Cliff's on his cell phone talking with me. Walks into his house, and but he doesn't want to take up his cell phone minutes. So you do what? So I pull up my keypad on my iPhone. I push the star button, which, by the way, makes no noise in your ear at all because of Google Voice. All right? I hit the star button, and immediately my other numbers, all of my other numbers that are programmed to ring with Google Voice, ring, which, of course, Right. right now is only my studio line. So I pick up the studio line. And I hold it up to my ear. I press end call on my cell phone and I hold it up. And you have no clue that I just switched from my cell phone to my studio phone and just stopped taking up all my minutes on my cell phone. Yep. Same phone call. And that's, that's where you can really start to get a sense for this application, this service, is that it's not a phone number. It's a switchboard. And you could do that again and again and again. Um, you know, let's just maybe rattle off some cool things. Yeah, let's talk about some other things that we can do. All right. And I don't mean to rush, but it's more of a, there's just so many that we'll just start rattling some off. Yep. Uh, another one, if, if you want to do call recording, okay, uh, you can record calls and then Google will then, when you go to your Google Voice dashboard, uh, once you log into that, it'll have a recording of the call. You can do that if someone calls you. It only works on incoming calls. So you can't call me, Cliff, and then hit four, which is how you start the recording. You can't call me and then start recording. And the reason is, I think, for privacy, they didn't want you to be able to call people and record the call because you could essentially hide it. So you, it only works on... on, I, I, on th- I think No, I think that's because... Oh, you know, okay, never mind. I, yeah, okay. I, I don't know why, but go ahead. Okay, well, my, my hypothesis is that they don't want you to be able to call someone and before they pick up because it says call recording on when you hit four. Oh, but, yeah. So if I if I call you and I want to, you know, trick or whatever, you know, um, I could hit four while it's still ringing and it yes. would start to record the call and you wouldn't know that. 
right. until you hang up. But just so folks know, let's just say you're on a consulting call. And, and here's the problem with Google Voice. It's not, all, it's not all functional all the time. I've had this sort of be goofy. But let's just say um, someone called in to Cliff for the, for the podcast consulting, as they should. And he's, he, he hits four on his phone. It starts to record it. What will happen when they hang up the phone and the call ends as you go to your Google Voice, you can take that phone call and embed it into a web page. You can take that MP3 and email it to that person. You can do all kinds of cool stuff with that call recording. And that's just one feature of many with Google Voice. And it's and, all built in. And, and that is, and, and how, do you, how do you initiate that recording? Is it just by hitting the number four? four? Yep. Very yep. cool. It's the number four. And then, and again, it only works on if you had an incoming call. If you called someone, unless they have a Google Voice number and they, they start the recording, it only works on incoming calls into your Google Voice number. And my caution is I've used it with mixed results. The okay. sound quality is fine, but sometimes on longer recordings, it seems to have some issues. But so you can, you can, you can record your phone calls with Google Voice and automatically change them, uh, changes them into MP3. You can embed it into a page if you want. You can send that file to someone, which when you're a consultant can be pretty slick and say, hey, I'm also going to send you a recording this call. Absolutely. So, yeah. Where else? What other geeky thing do you like about Google Voice? Uh, let's see here. Th- there was another one that I like a lot. Oh, by the way, making let's just say at your home, uh, the you know old Ma Bell, she doesn't have you know free long distance. You still have to pay for you know one of those unlimited plans, or you yeah. have to pay minute by minute for heaven's sake. Well, guess what? With Google Voice, are you familiar with the fact that from any telephone you can make long distance calls for free? Absolutely. Google Voice also, because it's, a, it's whatever phone number is. Um, well, actually, no, l- let's put it this way. Because it's got a web interface. So let, let's just back up real quick, Cliff. How, how would you dial a Google Voice number? How would you call me? Well, I, I, if I were going to use Google Voice to use the free long distance, I would right. probably uh, go to the web and do right. it so initially. You go, to your, you go to your Google web or Google Voice interface there's a call button. You click that call button. You can either type in the name, excuse me, of a contact, and the contact is built into your Gmail. All your Gmail contacts are all synced together. So if I have Cliff's phone number, I can just type Cliff, and then it'll bring up his phone number, which one do I want it to ring. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call whatever number I want to call. But I'm also going to say and choose what phone number I want to use or phone line. So it'll say Cliff. I type Cliff. I want to call his work number, and I want it to ring my cell phone. My cell phone will ring, and then I'll pick it up. And so Google Voice called me, and then Google Voice calls Cliff. And that's why it's free, because it's an incoming both ways. Yes. And that is just one way. But let's just say I'm nowhere near a computer. Sure. And I'm at, I'm at a friend's house, and I need to make a long-distance phone call to one of my clients and for sure. some reason, my cell phone's just not got any reception. And Andy, I'm at your house. You're my friend, and I need to call this guy in California. And you have no long distance plan at all. In fact, you only have local calling because that you only talk to local people. So sure. I pick up your phone, and because you and I live close to each other, I dial my local uh, Google Voice number. You know, seven five seven thirteen ninety nine. I hit one, and basically once I'm logged in, if I have it set, it's going to ask me for my pass, my Google, you know, pin number, so that it'll let me into the thing, and then I can hit the number two, 
and then it will say, what number would you like to call? I dial in the long distance phone number and and hit, I think I might have to hit the pound key. I can't remember, but it'll tell you in the prompts. But then once you've dialed in the phone number, it'll say, this call is being placed for free. And then Absolutely. it starts, and then it that. starts ringing. Yeah. Or so no, what, it says, again, this is a free call. Yeah, this is a free call. Absolutely. And that's the great thing is it's a switchboard. You're calling Google and Google makes the connections. And it's funny, Cliff, because people have a hard time getting their heads around Google Voice. And, you know, people have a hard time getting their heads around a lot of stuff with the web. But understand this, and this is where I like to take people. You know, if you can stream video over the web, if the web can handle video, right, which is pretty heavy, pretty, pretty, you know, it's a lot of data. Yep. Then certainly the web can handle telephone connections yes you know when you put it in that sort of frame of reference okay that makes if you can video conference by gosh why can't they just connect phone line? The, the weird thing is it's it's connecting two technologies which people have always thought were really separate mm-hmm. and that's where i don't understand but i don't have to because i don't have to run the service but google has found a way to connect our computers with those telephone lines on those poles right <laughs> you know what i mean and right. that's that's the cool thing is google has now jumped into something that Yes, the interface is web-based, but it's not always web-based. They've also made it so you could sign up for the service and you could never get on the web. You could just use it by um, using your landline. So another, another cool thing. So um, Steven's go got, Steven in our chat room has a question, and he says, what about the quality of the, vo- fo- the phone calls? Um, I, I haven't had any issues. I mean, it's, I, I have never noticed. As a matter of fact, my, my question for you is, is the web simply being used as the routing tool or is it, is it actually voice over IP? Because it does not sound like a voice over IP call. I don't, I've ne- and by the way, folks, if you've ever used voice over IP versus you know, via Skype or, or whatever the other options are out there that you may have cho- chosen... I've I noticed some really wonky sounds coming out of that stuff, and I will tell you, I've yeah. never once experienced that with a Google Voice connected call. It sounds yeah. just the same as if I made a regular landline to landline call, and and I had always assumed it was. I did not know it was. Is it Voice over IP? You know, here's a here's a here's a question. Um, does it have? Is it? So I think sometimes it is, and sometimes it isn't, because if I call a landline. Right. If I'm if I'm my home phone number and I call a Google Voice number to make a long distance call, remember I'm calling my Google Voice number to make a make sort of a switchboard call. You know, they have to use landlines, right? They're using my landline. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it it's sort of this. They're overlapping. It's it's. I think it's both and. You know what I mean? Right. It's uh. So it, it it's sort of confusing because we don't know the technology behind it. But Stephen's question was about you know call quality and. I haven't had any. My only issue with Google Voice so far is that their recording has been, the, the call recording has been sporadic. Sometimes it'll, mine will actually kick on when I don't tell it to kick on. But here's why, I think, because I'm using Vonage, I'm using Voice over IP as my main phone number. And I think that that actually um, is they conflicting. Say, yeah, they, they say don't use, voice, don't use Voice over IP services with Google Voice if you can help it. I only have I only have voice over IP services, and it, 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 I'd say five percent of the time I have an issue. But overall, you know, I'll trade five percent of having an issue with, you know, having the functionality of it. So right, and and more and more, I think that phone companies are even starting to use voice over IP technology anyway. Absolutely, so. yeah. They they would much rather 
um, give you a box and one box with a connection to your computer and then let you play with it versus or mess with it versus having these wires go all throughout your house that, you know, who knows what kind of problems those have and you have a, a jack in every room that they have to service and it's just simpler. You yeah. know what I mean? So, so so to answer your question, Stephen, I've I've never experienced this. I mean, I've never noticed a difference between a, a phone call made directly to somebody or one that's been connected via Google Voice. It, it it has, and I've been using Google Voice ever since Google Voice came out, and even before then, I was using Grand Central. Not once did I ever have a problem. So, yeah, all good yeah. there. Cliff, what about some standard things? Uh, voicemail. Uh, you know what? I'm a little that that's the one thing I don't like about Google Voice. Uh, I, I'll be honest with you, and and I, I see it, it. It yeah, the the quality of the voicemail is subpar in my mind. They, yeah. I think they compress yeah. it too much. I think you know I I would pay them for the option to record a higher quality voicemail, right. uh, a voice message from my from my callers because it's the one it's one of the reasons why I don't separate set up a separate Google Voice account for my listener feedback for my for my um podcasting network it's because the the audio quality that comes in from a google voice in fact let me just uh play one right here for you sure this 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 is a message that i got yesterday and uh let's see if it. hey cliff this is mike uh from cross campus ministry uh dot com i'm ready for a show tomorrow uh i have a quick question about skype um okay so there you did you hear the quality of that or lack thereof. Or the lack thereof. <laughs> that is a Skype call, my friend. Now, let me, to give you a little reference, let me give you a different uh, call quality here. And I think this one came in from Amanda for us uh, on, on the... Hi, it's Amanda from Michigan, just wow. calling in for the Google Wave thing. Pick me. I don't really think it sounds all that impressive, but I'd like to <laughs> check it out and be proven wrong. All right. Bye, guys. Now, do you hear the quality difference in those two things? Well, and I think what people have to listen for is sharpness and just sort of the human tone. And with, uh, I think it was Mike, you know, it's sort of like he's at the end of a tunnel, you know, talking through that lost, uh, you know, PA system, you know, where it's all muffled. So, absolutely, you can definitely hear the difference. Yeah. And again, again, is it functional? Absolutely. And if you're not, you know, an audio geek like Cliff is, then I think the good things about the voicemail system are that you get emailed when someone leaves you a voicemail. So you could set up a phone number, as I do, that when it goes straight to voicemail. And when it goes to voicemail, you get emailed. Um, you know, the difference, the, the old school way of voicemail was you walk in your house and you see your machine is beeping, right? Right. You know, then the next step was that you pick up your phone and your phone is beeping in the background. It's got that, do, 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 you know, oh, you have a message. Well, now it's this virtual phone number switchboard and it sends you an email with the voicemail attached to it. Yes. So you can listen to it right in your inbox if you have Gmail, which is pretty slick, you know. Yeah. So that, I mean, again, it's sort of a convergence what? of phone line and computers. The other thing I will say that's pretty neat is that they also have the functionality of sending you an SMS text message yes. when, with, a, with a, an attempt at a transcript. 
uh, attempt. The, attempt. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Emphasis on attempt. But anyway, they attempt to send you a transcript of what that message had included in it, which is pretty neat. I, I'm more excited about the fact that at least it sends you the text message so you know a voicemail was left. Let me tell yep. you one of the other frustrations I do have about Google Voice's voicemail is that I wish I could turn it off. I wish yeah. I, 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 I desperately, desperately, desperately want the option to go in and either, number one, turn off the voicemail so that it'll just ring and ring and ring, or number two, please let me go in and change it in such a way that I can make it ring five or, or you know, a, a couple more seconds because I, I would love so much more for my cell phone when I don't answer for its voicemail to pick the, pick up that call. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, and that's, I think that's a lot of people's beef for Google voices because the amount of rings, sometimes it's too long. Sometimes it's too short. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So basically I, I would prefer receiving my visual voicemail on my AT&T iPhone because I, I like that functionality. It, it's there. I don't have to click on it in an email. I don't have to. I mean, it's just there. I can listen to it right on my iPhone. And, and, right. So and, what you're saying is there, when the visual voicemail comes through Google Voice, what it doesn't do is it doesn't pass that phone number or that phone line or that, that phone call to your, 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 your mobile phone. It keeps it within Google Voice. Yeah. So basically, if you have, if if you don't answer your call and the call came through Google Voice, they're when they get voicemail, they're going to get Google Voice Absolutely. voicemail. Yep. They're not going to get the voicemail you have set up on your right. phone or at yep. your office or wherever. And that's important, Cliff, because it's a, it's important separation. And I think I think Google could figure it out because if they're forwarding our phone number, or this phone call to all these different phone lines to ring, then why can't it? continue to that phone line and go to that voicemail does that right. make sense and and i think i understand why because you know one of the things what if i have voicemail at the on my studio line here at the house yeah. Yeah. and then i have voicemail on my cell phone and then all of a sudden somebody calls and you know whichever one picks up first is the one right. who gets the voicemail and if that's back at home and i'm on a three-week business trip around the united states yeah. Yeah. all of my yeah. voicemails are sitting on that thing at home and i have no idea yeah. so i understand Absolutely. the semantics of it but give me the option to choose what i do with that right now what one one applause to google voice is when you go to the dashboard when you go to your google voice and you and you log in the settings are pretty sweet meaning you can tell it you can tell it to if cliff calls me i can say and so you can imagine you can do it by group you can do it by individual but i can say okay if cliff calls me i want it to ring my cell phone if my wife calls me, I want it to ring all my phones. Uh, if Cliff calls me, I want to leave. A spe- I want Cliff to hear a custom voicemail message. So when my wife calls me on using the Google Voice number, it knows um, our home phone number and it knows her cell phone number. And so when she calls and she tries to leave me a message, the message is, hey, babe, thanks for calling. Love you. Leave me a message. But if Anyone else calls, it's, this is Andy Traub of More Profit Technology. Thanks for calling. Leave a message. Because I programmed it so that specific person gets a specific voicemail. So and you can do that all down the line. It, 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 it finds the phone number that you told it to look for, and then you can program which voicemail you want. You just have to record a separate voicemail. So, so Andy's old high school sweet, sweetheart 
uh, <laughs> comes over and and is you know a friend of Stop the family, me. and oh, no. and and she she comes over and uh, you know the her, your wife and her are sitting there talking, and she goes, "Why don't you call Andy?" And then all of a sudden, <laughs> she picks up the phone, dials Andy, "Hi, sweetheart, love you." <laughs> So uh, I'll have to keep an eye out for that. Thanks. <laughs> anyway, no, and that's I mean that's one of the cool things is and again it because is because cool. of this convergence with Gmail and Gmail you you likely have made email groups you know you can make the and again let's talk about this for business if you have your sales staff okay if you have your sales staff as a group of of in an email okay so you can just type sales staff and you can send an email to all your sales staff though that same grouping is available is already automated. Um, in Google Voice. And so what you could do is you could have a specific voicemail for all of your sales staff. You could say, okay, I want anyone that calls in from this group of people to get this voicemail. Yep. Right? And, and you think about that, you could leave them a motivational message versus you could leave, you know, a different kind of message for your senior whatever staff or your, you know, whatever it might be, you know. And, you know, and the idea that you can change those things from any computer that you're at because, um, you know, I can change my voicemail right now and I'm, I'm in, I'm seven states away from where I live, you know? So the custom, the customization of it is, I think the settings tab is really powerful. It Cliff, is. Are you familiar with the embedded Google voice, uh, widget? Yes, and, and and that that actually came from the old Grand Central days, which is very nice. So, yeah. and and let me tell you where this is very beneficial for those out there. What you can do is you can take a little bit of code and put this in the sidebar of any of your websites, and right. it'll actually have a little bubble that says "Call me now" or you know or you know Google Voice or whatever. It'll it'll just basically say you know call me. And you click on it, and the the little thing animates and flips over to the other side, and it says, "Enter your phone number, and I'll and you'll be connected for free." And so, what happens is, I would dial it, or let's just say you, Andy, or at my website, you dial your phone number into, or you type your phone number into that little widget, and you click "Call me." And what'll happen is, Google Voice will then call your phone, right. And I, then as soon as you answer, it'll, it will then tell you, Andy, your call is now being connected, which will then call me. People are just freaked out by this, honestly, because they go to a web page, right? And they click on a widget. They click on a little button that says, call me. They enter their name. They enter their phone number. They hit enter or submit or call. Their phone rings. I mean, when's the last time you clicked on your computer and your phone rang? <laughs> right. You know? I mean, it's... And it's and it's, here's the thing. That's an incoming call. A lot of people have free incoming calls, but not outgoing calls. And so the convergence of these things and the availability is amazing. And here's the really cool thing. Cliff, did you know you can customize those widgets? So you can make a widget that goes straight to voicemail. You can make another widget that forwards to your cell phone. You can make another widget that forwards to your home phone. Yes. So you can make these widgets and say, well, this is great, guys, but I don't want people calling my house at three in the morning. Right. Well, you can make all your widgets go straight to voicemail if you want. <laughs> you can, and you know, or you can set. Here's the other thing: you can set your widgets, you can set your voice, your Google Voice number, so it only rings during certain times of the day. You know, so you can turn it off after five o'clock or whatever. Exactly. So I have a widget. Most of my widgets out there, I think maybe probably all of them, they go straight to voicemail. They they don't actually go anywhere, um, but it's a free call for the for the individual. So if you're hearing this. 
you could call 605-610-U-ASK, the letter U and then the word ask, because I do use it as a, as a question hotline. So if someone calls 605-610-U-ASK, it's going to go to voicemail. I've never actually picked up that phone line. I can't, you know. Right. But very, very sweet integration with your webpage for sure. So, Tess uh, asked when it's coming to the UK. <laughs> uh, you'll have to ask the, the guys at Google about that. Right. Well, and, and before the show started, and this is something we had alluded to at the beginning of the show, is that, you know, is this something that you can use outside of the United States? My question, I can't remember because I've, I've had Google Voice for so long now. Do you have to associate your Google Voice number immediately upon sign up with a US number? To confirm it, you do. You okay? So you'd have. I mean, to, to have it to be functional, I believe you do because, yeah, I think during the sign up process. Oh, you know, I had some problems during the sign up process because I was trying to sign up, and I had a vo- I had a voice over IP. I have Vonage for all my other phone numbers, and it said, "Hey, if you have a voice over IP, you may experience some problems, but you can eventually get it to work." I think I ended up using my mobile phone to confirm it. Wow. But yeah, when you sign up for it, and again. You know, there's so many things that covers Google Voice. My apologies if, if you get in there and we didn't cover something. We're trying to get all of it. But one of the cool things, if we can step way back to the beginning real quick, um, and then we'll come back to the international question, is when you sign up for Google Voice initially, they know that people like to have custom phone numbers. And people have paid big money for those in the past. Yeah. So when you sign up for a phone number, you pick the area code, and then you can actually just type in like a word. Like if, you're, if your company had the word live in it, you could type the word live and then it's going to pop up all the, comp- all the phone numbers that have the word live in it. Yep. So it's 334-LIVE. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mine was tech. So I typed in the word T-E-C-H and it popped up all the phone numbers in my area code that had the word tech. You know what I mean? Right. And I, I've heard some people get some pretty sweet phone numbers, um, customized phone numbers. Just by doing that. And the other cool thing, Cliff, is I got a phone number because I, I like the number. But then I figured out, oh, I should get it customized by a word. You can change your Google Voice number at any time. It costs 10 bucks if you're going to switch your number. But you can't get multiple numbers, though. You can get multiple numbers. Um, like, I have more than one Google Voice number. No, I mean, but, I mean for one account. But no, you can only get one per account. Yeah. And that's where it gets. And they have to be associated with an email. So you can't associate more than one Google Voice number with one email because, again, they're all tied into your, your address book. Right. So, yeah, that's, that's another thing, Google Voice. I hope at some point they're going to allow us to have more than one phone number for each account. Right now you're kind of locked down. Well, we've talked a lot about Google Voice. We, we want to go through. Um, we're not going to explain in detail, but if we could just give the remaining benefits and different things that you can do and just a quick summary of what they are. Um, sure. I, I'd like to run through these real quick. Go ahead and uh, tell us some things that we haven't already talked about. Well, international calling is very, very cheap with it. Very, very cheap. You can buy credits just like you can buy Skype credits or whatever. You can send Google some money or link it to a credit card, and you can make international calls for insanely cheap amounts. Um, what is that, like two, again, two cents to ten cents a minute, something like that? Ab- yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. Zen- you know, I looked for the most expensive one. It was like twenty cents a minute or something. So, yeah, um, you can send uh, instant messages through that interface. Um, so, if you don't have text messaging on your phone, you could always send it through your Google Voice. And by the way, he do- you are saying text messages like SMS text messages, not instant messages. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, you, you within the dashboard, you have a call log of placed, missed, uh, or incoming. So you always have a history of those calls. 
So if you ever have to go back and look, when did that person call me or did I, you know, what calls did I miss? It keeps a really clear record of those. Um, you can block callers. You can just say anytime that phone number calls me again, don't, don't let it in. And so that you can block specific callers. Um, again, we talked about this before, but you can create specific voicemail greetings for different people or different groups within your account. Um, and you can send different people to different phones. So I could have Cliff always forward to my cell phone. I could have my wife always forward to our home phone, whatever I want to have it forward to. Um, and, um, and lastly, and I think probably one of the most cool, if, if you have a web presence, is you can put a widget on your web page. And that allows people to make basically free calls to you. You put a widget on your web page and they click on it. It's going to ring your phone their phone, it's going to ring your phone. It's going to make the connection for you. So uh, not all the things that, that Google Voice has, but a lot of them. Exactly. And, and there's, a, I mean, there's, there's a whole lot more than we've even covered here and uh, just covered the tip of the iceberg. Andy said in our chat room a little bit earlier, he said basically that he has a Google Voice invite that he has not activated uh, for more than three months. He's activating it today as a result of this. So congratulations, Andy. It, I, I, th- I, think, I think the biggest one is for like the home telephone service where you have no long distance, where you can just yeah. call your Google Voice number, hit the number two, dial your long distance number, and it is a free call. That, that my friends, is absolutely awesome. Uh, yep. And of course, the other thing that uh, came into the chat room earlier, Stephen asked, "Will this, you know, for small to medium-sized businesses, would this re- replace the PBX system, which is basically uh, a, it, it's a multi-line system throughout your office where each person has their own extension?" No, I don't think that it's a good replacement for a PBX system, uh, and the reason why is because um, you have one phone number, and there's no way to determine. What mm. phone call? What phone calls? Um, you know, if it, like for example, let's just say Stephen, you and I are working for the same phone, our same company, and I want to take your call uh, or a client's call and then transfer it over to you individually. I can't do that. Now, if I have five employees, we can certainly set it up to where the phone, when somebody calls in, it rings all five of our phones. But if I hit the star button, it's gonna ring all four. <laughs> it's gonna ring all four other people's phones when yeah. I do that. So it's it's not that sophisticated. And all I want to throw in there is the word yet, because <laughs> I, I have no doubt that eventually that that's the direction that they could possibly take this. And sure, absolutely. Alrighty, and so let's see here. I think that that's pretty much it. Um, what are we going to talk about next? I think you are wanting to talk about a special class. Yeah, actually, I'll be hosting a class starting in November. Uh, it's probably going to have about six sessions, and Cliff will be one of the featured presenters for the class. And it's basically going to be about technology for small businesses. What, what technology could you use, and most of it is low cost or free, to help start and run a business. And that might sound all-encompassing and huge, but uh, you know, there's just a lot of technology that people don't know about. And if they do know about it, like Google Voice, um, they don't know how to really utilize it in a business setting. And so what I'm going to do is have a series of six or seven classes and bring in experts. And we're going to talk about this technology that you can use to make your business more profitable. And you can find out more about that at coachingtechnology.com coachingtechnology.com is a short survey you can take there and, and basically cliff i'm asking people 
out of these 15 topics, which ones do you want to cover? And we're going to build the class around what people want to talk about, not what I think is important. So that is awesome. Check that out. It'll be fun. Very cool. And I, we have been talking about a certain segment that we wanted to include on a weekly basis <laughs> that we have not yet done, my friend. So here we are, episode number five. Do you want to tell us, everybody, what segment we're doing right now? And it's actually taking us six. It's taking oh. us six episodes. Oh, is this episode this. six? <laughs> yeah, that's how slow. But we're going to do it from now on out. It is uh, Picks of the Week. My pick of the week this week. <laughs> there you go. Uh, basically, my pick of the week is actually a tip of the week uh, this week. And uh, one of the things is that uh, I had a client who decided to not turn off or who had gone and created a website. And the sure. very first thing that I noticed, he, he wanted to hire me to consult with him on how to improve his web presence. And he had on his website a video that immediately upon loading will play the video and the audio through the speakers. Yeah. And I just want to say, if you are listening to this and you have a small to medium-sized business, if you have any audio that automatically loads on your website when people come to it, I encourage you to go to this link. GSPN.tv slash auto load audio. It's all one word. And I'll put a link to this in the show notes, but it's go to GSPN.tv slash auto load audio. It was, it was amazing. I, I basically, while I had my client on the phone, I was explaining to him why he says, so explain to me, why is this a big deal? And, <laughs> and so I basically put out a little Twitter message that says, hey, help me help my client. Please tell me your feelings about when you visit a website and, uh, and music automatically starts playing. <laughs> and that went out. Did to, you get any feedback on that? Cliff? <laughs> oh my goodness. So I, I, I'll tell you what I won't even, t I won't even begin to try to explain how much feedback I got. But let's just say if you go to gspn.tv slash auto load audio, all one word, you will see the response that I got. And uh, let's just say that you'll be convinced that you'll need to stop that audio from playing as soon as people load your page. And of course, yeah. come over to gspn.tv during Thursdays. And of course, we've, we're auto loading our live show all day long. <laughs> uh, but yeah. That's anyway. different. It's, a, it's an interaction. I know. You know it's, it's, but it's fun. And it's live. Well, my, and it's live, baby. It's, it's live. My here. pick of the week uh, is actually sort of a convergence. I'm such a geek. I realize this is like four tips in one. But um, it's integrating Hello Text with Google Talk. So basically, if you're in your Gmail that you have, um, you, within, within Gmail, you can do Google Talk. You can do uh, instant messaging with other people. You can actually do integration with hello text and what that does is it broadcasts a message to all of your different social media uh, all of your different updates so i can send one message within my gmail box uh, to uh, one text message if you will uh, to hello text which is a service that connects all of your different uh, locations on the on the web your facebook your twitter all those things and update them all at once so i don't even have to leave my inbox my gmail box to to update my Twitter, my Facebook, my LinkedIn, my everything. 
So look at hellotext.com and uh, we'll have a link to that within the show notes. But um, yeah, it, it's, it's amazing how much I can get done from my Gmail box. Absolutely. Very cool yep. tip. I like that. Um, and of course, folks, if you want to uh, tell other people about Business Tech Weekly, please send them over to businesstechweekly.com. We didn't have any voice feedback this week, which was really, really strange. Come so on, people. We want your <laughs> feedback. We want to hear your yeah. questions, your comments. It can be about anything we've talked about already. It can be something you'd like us to talk about in the future. Uh, we may even completely rearrange our schedule to cover something that you bring up. So give us a call. The phone number, of course, is area code 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067. And if you have an iPhone or an iPod Touch with a microphone on it, you can use that little voice memo application to send in your audio recording. And, of course, there's a little button that says share. Just send that to feedback at gspn. Dot TV. Andy, what are we talking about next week? Next week, we're going to talk about uh, this service called Skype. Skype. I people have heard of it. Skype. Skype. I, I can do some. I've heard about Skype. <laughs> oh, wait. We're using it right now. Cliff. Oh, yes. 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 It's if, a- you think you, if you think you know Skype, you know its potential, you've used it, uh, listen in. Uh, we're going we're gonna to go even deeper. And uh, if you've never used it, then by golly, you're going to use it after you hear the uh, the episode. So, Tune in uh, next week for Skype. Gotcha. So that's what we're going to talk about next week. And if you have questions or uh, some comments related to Skype, we could go ahead and start fielding those this week, which probably is the reason why we didn't have any questions about Google Voice because we forgot (laughs) to tell people that we were talking about it this week. Oh, yeah. But anyway, tell us about your thoughts on Skype, your questions, your concerns, all that stuff and more. We'll talk about it all next week. Andy, thank you once again. Thanks, Cliff. Have a great day. And we just want to say a huge shout out to the Plus members who are receiving this in the podcast feed this week. Uh, We couldn't do all the stuff without you, and uh, we really appreciate you. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. See ya.